Hey, what's going on? This is Jeremy Thone, Marketing Director of 3PL Systems and host of 3PL Live. Excited to share an interview with my friend Peter Shot. Peter is from Western Australia, and in this episode, we talk a lot about mindfulness, affirmations, intentionality, things of that nature. And we also talk about an app that he's creating to help out with uh, journaling and kind of untangling thoughts that don't serve you. Hope you enjoy this episode with my buddy, Peter. Hey, Peter, thanks for coming on to 3PL Live. I am excited to talk to you and learn a little bit about uh, meditation and mindfulness with you. So for those that don't know you, would you just mind introducing yourself? Hi, Jeremy. Thanks for having me. It's a real pleasure to be on your podcast today. I, um, I've been a wellness facilitator for around 11 years now. And in that journey, I was, my niche was with laughter yoga. So I'd facilitate this system of wellness called laughter yoga. Mm-hmm. And every session with laughter yoga would finish with a meditation in that state where people had that, all that beautiful, positive emotions and things going through their body to finish with a meditation, always help them check in with where they're at and, and just feel into their body. Um, I must have started meditating from my yoga experience when I just left school, but yeah, it's been a big part of my life and it's been a really enjoyable thing to share. Mm. Yeah. You, you actually sent me a link of this laughter video that you had online and it was like in a train and there was quite a few views. It was like millions of views. It was you laughing. Could you kind of explain that scene and how that happened? Because it was a bit, it was interesting. It was, but it, it almost seems like the laughter becomes contagious after like one person gets it and it's almost like a, a viral thing in, in real life. Yeah. Or awkward for the people, other people on the train. Um, I've never been massive on doing a train laughter because I've had the offer before, but you prefer to put things into context, right? If, if you understand the value of laughter and why we're going to do it, it's a little bit easier for people because it's not a natural thing to laugh without a comedy or humor response. But in my where I live in my hometown here, I've got one of the greatest social experiment um, guys in the world named Peter Sharp. And he invited me to do this laughter on the train. And yeah, so he sets it up with, you know, a couple of little tiny little um, cameras and microphones and a few people scattered down the train Mm -hmm. that are in in on what we're up to. So they can kind of help that laughter kind of permeate from me down down the train but yeah it's it's a beautiful thing like even coca-cola have like copied it coca-cola created a video of a guy or an ad of a guy on an ipad um having a laugh so that's how popular it was but how many times um, did you guys have to do that to get that right that was the second one we could have got better on the third but it was pretty exhausting because i was laughing for you know whatever between stops was a few minutes it felt pretty exhausting (laughs) but we could have got better and better that was the second run that was actually the best run the first time i seemed a bit manic but the uh (laughs) but no the 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 video is amazing laughter on a train the comments are out of this world good like someone's had over a hundred thousand likes on their comment so wow yeah it it speaks to how beautiful like that that lot that train of comments goes and and for me to read them is just uh it brings a tear to my eye because it's a lot of people dreaming of what they 
would like their life to be like, you know, like with that more joy and more happiness in their life. It's interesting too, because um, I do feel like the the way you think and the quality of your thoughts and like choosing kind of like one thought over another, that whole way of thinking is very interesting to me because I do feel like if you spend too much time in like negative thoughts, you'll start to create like negative feelings and then you'll start feeling bad about yourself. So it's it's interesting. Do you do you monitor your thoughts or your like limiting beliefs and do you journal? Like how do you kind of untangle with some of the stuff that you have going on through your head and how do you use like meditation and mindfulness to help you get unstuck? Yeah, it's a good question. I with the laughter yoga, because it was kind of hard to get people to get their head around why it was they were to do this thing. I've always had my my thought process on how to take the simplest steps to help people make sense or, or put into context the individual exercises. So my headspace has been around that way a long time, but maybe even from before then, maybe I've had a unique mindset my whole life, you know, like watching my family, I had a family business that I grew up with. And so I'd sit at the dinner table and I'd see the stress that was going on in the work that my parents were doing mm-hmm. and their business partners. And I would always be trying to figure out a better route to go, like a better productive way to be able to deal with this situation because the way that they were doing it, obviously I'd, they were doing it the best they could with what they could. But mm-hmm. I always thought there could be a better way. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, if I was to run my own business, how would I do this? And and so that conscious awareness of of stress and and that way that that filters in when things get busy or whatever you know the situations you come across in your in your day. So I've always been conscious of of how to try and create my best day. Mm. And and so ticking along through life and. and finding different modalities of health and wellness that could, you know, you could peer into and have a look at and see how that worked and, and try and utilize some of that learning and then just keep going along in life and just always being interested in, in that way has obviously changed the way that I think and, and the way that I live for, for the better. And, you know, it's always a daily task right every day presents itself a new challenge it's a daily task to be able to set your day up and create the way that you want it to run which is kind of how my latest incarnation of my wellness business has kind of transpired with game on yeah so let's talk a little bit about game on what what are you working on there and how did that start was that anything to do with the story with the you under the tree and that kind of epiphany <laughs> the epiphany yeah i had this moment where if you want me to talk about that yeah i'd love for you to talk that, about that that was a lead in so i i had this absolute implosion moment where i've walked out the door with a suicidal ideation in my head this just catastrophic time in my life and i've walked down to the park and this thought mantra just kept spinning in my head. Like I've never had anything like that before in my life, anywhere close to that. Mm, And then I just flopped under this tree. That was my goal. Just get down to the park and just lay on the grass. And then after a few minutes, an ant bit me on the leg and that hurt so much. And I was like, wow, like, (laughs) okay. So what I'm feeling now is emotional pain. That's physical pain. The physical pain will pass. 
and this emotional pain will pass too. So, mm. and thank God for gun control in Australia. I had no access <laughs> to whatever it was that I wanted to do. Oh and man. As, as per all like situations, you know, you can get through these things. Yeah. That was a really pivotal moment in being able to realize how powerful thought was and, and how having a toolkit, having an understanding of, of the world and the way that bodies and emotions work was pretty critical too, just to be able to put, put the pieces of the puzzle together and go, okay, well, I, I can mm. see what's happening here. But life is pretty good to you and you've got some kids to keep moving forward with. So yeah, I think the next epic moment of wellness that I found was positive journaling. And I'd literally started doing positive journaling sessions before my community laughter yoga sessions. So I'd get people to come and would I'd pose a question and would write out an answer and then would share that answer if you so choose. Because I felt it was like this epic moment of your your own life super coach seeing your words, seeing your emotion and your words on paper. So yeah, that was a really pivotal moment and I kept that up and I loved that. Um, process of journaling, which led me to my COVID pivot, which is Game On, which is a journaling system. And then the journaling, you mentioned just a second ago, like positive journaling. Can you give me like maybe like one or two examples of like what you mean by that? Yeah, generally journaling is about, you know, just writing out your day or what happened to, uh, to you or how you're feeling or thinking. But positive journaling is posing a question to make you direct your writing into something that generally ends up in a positive place. So there's a book called Megan C uh, from Megan C Hayes, and mm. it's called Write Yourself Happy. And so I've got a ton of books on my shelf that have got happy in the title, right? I kind of gravitate towards anything that creates a level of happiness or helps mm. with happiness. In that book, there's like, it's about 10 weeks or 10 topics where you go through a question a day. And for example, um, if I was to ask you, write about a time in your life where you felt the awe of nature <laughs> and you, Jeremy, got to sit there and for five minutes, just from your memories and thoughts, write down a time you felt awe in nature. Mm -hmm. You know, where does that take you? I, I could think of that actually, like when... Uh... When, when I was like my 20s, I was sitting on this lake in New Zealand and just staring at it called Wanaka. And at that time, I didn't have a car and I would just go hitchhike to go snowboarding. And there was just one lift. And it kind of reminds me of that that period because New Zealand's such a pretty place. Well, your country's very beautiful too. Australia is gorgeous as well. But yeah, New Zealand that, is amazing. Yeah, so I get it. Yeah, there, it's weird how it so triggers memories. It takes you to memories. a positive place in your life and you're there and you write about it with as much color and light into the writing as you can to you know, lift that, that story makes your brain say, do you know what? I want, I want more of that in my life. Mm. I want to see some more of that. How do I find more of that? Cause that felt amazing. So by taking these simple steps daily, you can create this mindset that creates a, a positive lift and, and an understanding that no matter what challenges and obstacles you're facing currently, not only have you potential to start thinking about like your next trip to find some beautiful mountain view, but you also realize that your life is actually pretty good because we can't quite often think about like negative aspects of our life, you know, hmm. challenges like at work, like, you know, I've got this next challenge, I've got this next challenge. But if you've got an opportunity to 
put down things from your life that made you feel good and you realize your life's pretty good and yeah you got this um extra boost to your and it's all within it's all what you've done that was that one question created so much Mm, yeah it's it's a lot like the questions that we ask ourselves and like how we internalize things and our limiting beliefs that hold us back and I think a lot of the times that if you don't analyze like the limiting beliefs that you might have within anything, like it's not going to, not going to grow as fast if like you have something that's tugging you in like kind of like different directions as well. So I think journaling is like super important. So how does the app like work? Like how do you envision people using it? You, so you log in, like you write your, or can you explain a little bit more about that? Yeah, we've had a very interesting week. I'll be completely honest with you. We've had this amazing week of wanting to rebrand and recreate, speed up the process. Um, mm. So it's currently game on and it's a system of wellness, right? It's an acronym for gratitude, awareness, for how you're feeling. You set your intention for the day. You uh, pick a mindful moment, whether it's written, audio or um, a video. And then you organize non-doing, which is for busy people, taking that time to switch off and put mm. your phone away. We're also able to create that same ability for people to, to create their own system in that same app. So we're thinking of a name for the umbrella of the app. You know, it's early days, so mm-hmm. we can ha- we've got flexibility. You know, we haven't spent tons of money on marketing or anything that are going to, mm-hmm. you know, flush it down the drain, even though you shouldn't be thinking like that. Um, you should always be looking at moving forward. But yeah, yeah, it's just the simplest steps with questions within that app to be able to create a team. It's it's about team building too, because you do it together. The same with my journaling groups. There's an element of, you know, you learn so much from listening to others and you resonate with their answers and you pick up pieces from their story that you go, oh, that's like me too. And, And from that, you know, you, you get a deeper relationship and a, and a connection with this person because you see so much more of, of the life they've lived. And yeah, it's just a really beautiful energy and experience that you can create as a team working together on the same question and answer. And um, yeah, it's a real buzz. What was the first thing you guys built when I know you've been at it for how long has it been now? A couple of years, yeah. So what was like the first thing you guys built for like the MVP, I guess, like the minimum viable product? Because like in any software product, like you just need to start with like probably like some main functionality. So what was that like process like? What did you guys build first? Well, we're literally on our fourth iteration now. Um, so yeah, we've had a couple of different versions and I've had a version on my phone for about 18 months now. So the, the first versions I love. And then he brings out another version and I'm like, oh, I-, I loved the last one. <laughs> <laughs> but but on the back end, it has limitations and he comes up with a like a wall. Like the, the guy's building it named Justin Coates. He's a stack builder. So he does every element of the app, which is kind mm-hmm. of rare. But he's just this amazing guy. He's got this amazing enthusiasm. He loves Game On and he loves yeah, helping as many people as he can. So with this idea and his skills, He's been in his happy place. And anytime I feel like a bit run down because I've got like an air conditioning business which props up this passion project, anytime I'm like kind of like, oof, where are we going? Like it's taking a long time. Like what's happening? And I call him and he's just, oh, yeah, I've been doing this, 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 and this. And he's just (laughs) always there to like prop me up and 
just say how hard he's working and yeah, how far he's getting. And yeah, it's, it's a wild ride, but it's been um, with him and I've put him down as a co-founder because I'm like, okay, you're working so hard on this and you're so enthusiastic and everything he does is brilliant. So I'm like, okay, awesome. buddy, this is, this is awkward. I need to cut you in. <laughs> how do you guys, like when you first uh, were working with each other, I guess, initially, like how did you, how did you guys decide, like, um, how did you, did you just kind of tell them like what you were after as far as like what you wanted these folks to accomplish or like, how did you guys go about like discussing like the, like the whole yeah. making it actually happen, coming, making it come to life? Well, it's quite like a story. So I literally just got my pen and just copied, tra traced my phone. And I just put a series of phone screens all on this, this big paper. And then mm. I just mapped out like this step, this step. And then it goes to there and then it goes to there. Like so you just, link, you, yeah, mm. you just link the, the page. Yeah. Now I'm not a very technical guy. I um, paper and pen and everything that comes together and the analytics and the back end, which is just like an iceberg, you know, like you've got this little phone in your hand with these things, but yeah, the depth of being able to make changes on the fly and things like that, that he's created is just stunning, but it's also taken a lot of time, but Hey, we're, we're just exactly where we're meant to be. Yeah. It's working perfectly on a development schedule because we're able to create changes at this stage where we realize we're in the testing phase, you know, maybe game on's a little cumbersome for people maybe not everyone is as comfortable writing as much as i am so how do i create a system that helps people get that benefit of writing in those smaller chunks mm. and create and create their own teams and and get that community spirit within what's the potential we can see in game on how do we create that potential for more people so the people that I guess are your ideal customer or use your ideal user? Like what, what do you think that your ideal user? So the people that love the app at the moment, like what have you found out from them? And like, what, what is it that they like about it? And is it basically just cause it's like a good way to like have like your introspection and it's just a good way to kind of like <laughs> capture all your thoughts and make you kind of men mentally healthier. Yeah. So we've got a group of people that have been using it and absolutely loving it. So you know, the people that are using it, just so happy. And they're like coaches and people in that wellness sort of zone and mm -hmm. and have maybe had a few steps to get to this stage and, and they're quite comfortable in the space. You know, for me, for the benefits I've had, I can only speak for myself really, is having that start to the day and creating that comfort of knowing where I'm at, you know, mm. feeling into where I am in this moment and where I'm heading for the day and chunking down the day to day. So I've just mm -hmm. got the day to look, sort out, and that reduces that anxiety and, and that overwhelm. But the the team environment too has been brilliant because the guys that I invited on, you know, like we don't live that close to each other and it's hard to connect. You know, we're all busy, mm -hmm. super busy to be honest. But the relationship that we've built through our time in Game On and deepening our relationship is genuine. Like we really have become closer friends you know you can't ask for more than that really to be able to have better connection with people that you know you resonate with and that you like so mm. how does yeah, the team the environment work again for like how does that that part work in that so you do the answers to the questions in the prompt 
And then once you've done that, you pick a picture that you resonate with. And then your first three in this game on instance, your first three answers are animated over that picture. And mm. then you have a wall like a like a social media wall. Mm-hmm. And then you see the person's name and what their answers were to the questions. And then you can press on the picture and then it'll blow it up and show the last couple of um, answers about what their mindful moment was. Because, yeah, you get the what they're grateful for, how they're feeling with their awareness for how they feel and their intention for the day that's animated over the picture. And then, yeah, you press on it and then you can give them a affirmation, little emoji for you know, doing their work and you can have a better read of if their answer was a bit longer than what fits on the on the first section page. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you, you, you know, you, you're looking at what people are up to that day what challenges they're facing that day and you know what their intentions are and where they're putting their energy and and that's a real beautiful uh, way to just see a little bit of depth and a little bit of color of someone's life and it's not it's not always doom and gloom you know it's like positives mm-hmm. and you know they they've got challenges but you know they they're setting themselves for that challenge and you're kind of like rooting for them you know you're like yeah come on you know <laughs> mm. i know my mate had real problems with his car you know and he was like really working through like to the point where he like dropped part into the bottom of his engine <laughs> he had to like take off all of these other parts to try and find this thing and oh man so yeah we've gone down some we've gone along the journey with each other you know yeah it's interesting i i think that you probably it's just like one of those things where how else would you see know that information about one of your friends unless you guys were just really close or something that you text each other or something but it's just a way i guess of finding out a little bit deeper on like how like someone's doing psychologically on a day to day. Yeah. It sounds, yeah. yeah, that's, that's definitely, um, interesting. So what about like, how do you view like intentionality? Like, how do you, like, what do you try to be intentional with? Like with your day, like, for example, like if you were going to be like intentional with a couple things on a daily basis, like what do you, how do you look at that? Or what do you say to yourself? Oh, it's super powerful. Intentionality has been, really one of those things that you know you add it in because i knew it had value in the game on system but then you add it on a daily basis creates that ability to really write your day if you've got obstacles and challenges in your day they're always going to be there but if you set your intention before you leave the house you've got the ability to not only create some boundaries and parameters like say you set yourself up for a task that you mm-hmm. really need to do. But, you know, we generally do things we enjoy doing, not the things that are challenging or more mm-hmm. challenging can procrastinate. But if we set ourselves and we manifest, okay, I'm going to get this job done, then it helps you set boundaries and parameters to actually get that job done. Mm-hmm. And then the other potential you have with intentionality is creating a positive emotion throughout your day. So you could say, okay, today, Quite often, I like to find my flow. I'm like, okay, find your flow because I know what I'm doing at work. Don't stress out about mm-hmm. the end. Just get into the into the groove. workflow and to get into the groove. At the end of the day, I'll say, okay, this afternoon, once the job's done, I'm going to do this, this, and this. You know, I'm going to see my kids, or you know, I'm going to record a podcast, or I'm going to do something cool. You know, so you so mm-hmm. you find the flow, do the cool things that are at the end of the day, and and have that 
that mindset that when I'm at the end of the day, I'm going to be present in that moment. You know, it helps with being present. Like, so at work, I'll do the work. When I get home, I'm at home and I'm doing the stuff that I love. So it helps with present moment awareness as much as it is about getting tasks done. So mm, I do love you can set your intention for anything, whether, however small or large it may be. And it, and it helps you get that just to be fully there and, and just to feel that greater support in, in getting the job done. Yeah, it's really powerful. I, I completely agree with you. I was actually playing around with this. I don't know if you ever tried this, but the something called like a Pomodoro technique and you set like a, a timer. This is for people that might have like ADHD or have like a hard time starting things because they have like their brains like a hornet nest and they're like worried about 50 different things and they can't get anything done because of their panic or anxiety because of these things. So the way this thing works is you essentially set like a timer and it. Uh, I guess the guy that invented it had like a tomato clock timer and he would just set it for 25 minutes. You put away your phone, put away any sort of like distractions and you just be like, all right, I'm going to do check my messages for the next 25 minutes. And then you just go through it and do it. Or like you say, I'm going to just edit this podcast for the next 25 minutes, or I'm going to just record this podcast for the next 25 minutes. So it forces you to like use that exact amount of time. And then you start looking at like time slots of 25 minutes as tomatoes, because it's a reminder of that system and then you're like oh i just got like four tomatoes done and then kind of makes it a little bit fun like gamification as well sure okay is that like an app or a no it's not an app it's just like a method a, i guess a system that you i can mean use. you could actually just add that method into your app if you wanted or like your own version of it sure, sure. <laughs> write it down do you know there's yeah. a good one like that for um cleaning a room so say you've got like a house duty task chore that you want to get done it's amazing how in your headspace, you're like, oh, that's so hard. But if you just set a timer, mm. like just get, get in there and do it for 10 minutes, like see how much you can get done in 10 minutes or the 25 minutes is like you'd smash out so much work in 25 minutes. You just, mm -hmm. you or the other so thing, much. the other thing too is people expand the amount of time to like four hours to edit something. Like you could edit it in four hours, you could edit, like you'd be like, give yourself constraints because. Sometimes like you don't necessarily have the time to do that. So, I mean, for example, even with like 3PL Live, I go like, I need to get this done by like 9 a.m. or whatever. Otherwise, like you could sit there for too long otherwise if you don't have enough constraints. So I don't mm. know if you feel the way the same with yours. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think when I was a kid, I remember doing a um, a debate, you know, debate teams. Sure. And yeah. and, and we were debating... Um, whether the clock rules our lives. And I mm. must have been on the negative team because does that make sense? Does the clock rule our lives? No, it doesn't. Or it does. Yeah, maybe I said it does. Because from from that point on, I've looked at the clock differently. And I've mm. just gone, yeah, as much as I respect people's time greatly, I also have like a less connection or I, I don't want to get ruled by the time. <laughs> I got it, yeah yeah time is a beast it does put a lot of pressure on you and it's it's good to put pressure on you to get things done for sure well it is interesting because i feel like it's really easy to procrastinate and to do things that are not like gonna help move us mm. ahead with, i mean oh, yeah. i feel like there's only like there's definitely like tasks that are like lever moving tasks right and some of those lever moving tasks are not necessarily fun like for example like uh doing offers is not necessarily fun or self-promotion is not necessarily fun, but it's like how business works. 
So I do yeah. feel like it to some sort of degree, like sometimes the stuff that's not fun, like is the things that we need to do, but they, and then also the other paradox is that the time thought about something that you don't want to do, it's probably easier, like to your point earlier to just do it because it's like less mental struggle just to get it done than to actually be analyzing it and then feeling all the pain and like not getting anything done. I've got a construction business, right? With air conditioning, you know, some of those jobs are huge and <laughs> you had to chunk them down and just do step by step. And then I'd see people that were complaining about a particular job and they couldn't wait to get off that job. And I'm like, well, what happens when you finish this one? You just go to another job. Like, why would you complain <laughs> about this one? When, what's the it's difference not- between the next one? There's not that much difference. I'm always aware of how people are affected by their own mindsets and go, well, I don't know if that works for you, buddy. I got one last question for you. So I'm just curious, like you have a, you've developed a pretty resilient mindset. Is there any other like tips that you, that you have for like reframing thought or do you reframe a lot of thoughts? I mean, I guess that could be a question for you. Cause I, I've been trying to do that a lot myself. Just like if I have some sort of like limiting belief, just try to like go analyze it and then kind of reframe something that's a little bit more healthy for my mindset. Yeah, reframing is super powerful tool. Um, I suppose, I mean, I've been doing my game on system daily for over two years now. So that really oh, wow. sets that really sets me up for, you know, with by just putting your gratitude out there, it just shows you what support you've got in the world, what's beautiful in your world, you know, just the smallest things in your world that are benefiting you. And then checking in with how I feel, you know, it's just so nice to be able to put down on words like how you're feeling and how many different feelings you could have or just a sense that you have about the world. Mm. And that helps, um, you know, grounding and, and just letting that negative feelings kind of dissolve. And yeah, the mindfulness, mindful moments, like a mindful lifestyle really helps that reframe to not only see things in smaller chunks again and, and just being in the present moment and helping you come back to the present because Generally, you know, we've got stress in the future and and depression and anxieties and things, well, not anxiety so much, but, you know, like negative feelings about what we're carrying on our shoulders from the past. So, yeah, just always coming back to the present moment and and that's reframing, you know, like I'd be driving um, to work and then the other day there was this tree that was perfectly framed by my car window Mm -hmm. and it was just you know, I don't know how many people have noticed how beautiful this tree was. <laughs> and I'm, I kind of think that the only way that I could be just struck by the beauty of this just regular tree on a medium strip, like, you know, between the roads, the only way I could have really got involved in the beauty of that tree in the perfect moment was my practice of mindfulness. So just by having that little tick box for my morning you know, it does make my thoughts reframe and, and see. And I suppose there's experience too, Jeremy. Like when you when you get to a point in your life and you realize how much you've been through in life mm. and and you're still surviving and you still got opportunities, then from that you build confidence that everything's gonna be okay. And if you just keep working on the things that you know help you keep that positive processes in your life, then everything's going to gonna turn out okay. And of course, we're going to have challenges and obstacles and sadness and things in our life. Like it, You just can't get away from a life that's full. But 
you know, if you set yourself to task to just look after the way that your mind reacts and acts in those specific moments, then you can help create that life that you choose. Mm, I love it. I think mindful moments might be something to do with your app name. You should probably just go into yeah. ChatGPT and Google, or not Chat, not Google, but ChatGPT, like 1,000 different variation names with three words or less with that. I heard that keeping it yeah. the, the thing down to like, keeping the name down, like Nike, I guess, they, they told the consultants that like having like a shorter name is better, but it's kind of hard now with like Google and like all the domain names. It's just hard to get one with like such a short name, you know? It is so hard, but it's a it's a fun task. <laughs> it's totally a fun task. Well, Peter, that was a fascinating conversation. Where do we send people? Definitely you, send people to your LinkedIn and then also the app. Yeah, I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. I'm quite happy at LinkedIn um, sharing my thoughts and and what I'm up to. Um, and yeah, Game On um, is a beautiful place to start. You can Google Game On, G-A-I-M-O-N, and um, get your game on and start your day right. That would be awesome to have you in that community. So yeah, really excited for the future and where we head from here. Awesome. Well, thanks for the time, Peter. It's an inspiring story you got there. Thank you, Jeremy. You're a legend. And uh, I love uh, chatting with you and uh, being in your company. Thanks, my man. Thanks for sticking around to the end of that episode with Peter Shup. That was a really interesting episode. If you have time, definitely go check out his app, Game On. Really interesting guy. Definitely worth a follow on LinkedIn as well. And again, if you enjoy 3PL Live, the podcast, definitely review us on Apple or Spotify. We always appreciate that. And have a good rest of your week.